Welcome to Stressless Obsessed, the podcast. My name is Sophie Deans, and I'm here to bring you all things on self-care, self-development, as well as lifestyle tips and hacks to keep your life as simple and stress-free as possible. So let's make a start and join me on a journey of living a life with less stress. Welcome back to another episode of Stressless Obsessed and today I wanted to talk to you about holidays. Now the reason for that is if you've been following me on Instagram you will know that I have just returned from a very lovely trip or two trips actually Um, and it was a bit of really great holiday and so what I've thought about since I've come back is how we can make every day feel like a holiday because we really do not need to be experiencing the holiday blues when we get back. So I don't know if anyone else who's listening has just got back from a a little break over the, the Christmas break and is suffering with some holiday blues or perhaps you're someone that hasn't been away for a while and would still benefit from bringing a little bit of holiday sparkle into your day-to-day life. So probably a little bit of everything for everyone in this episode. I'll also be sharing some mindset shifts, some practical tips that will just help you feel a little bit more relaxed day to day, just like when you're on holiday, and some things that you can incorporate into your everyday life. So hopefully, I'll give you a few ideas that you can squeeze into your daily routines and make you feel a little bit zen, a little bit poolside barley vibe, something like that. Let's see. And why would we want to do this? Obviously, well not obviously because it depends on the person, but typically a holiday, vacation is the type of lifestyle where you're living a little bit more slowly, slower than usual, you're taking a break and you might be living in the present moment a little bit more savoring each moment, each new experience and hopefully feeling grateful of where you are at that moment. And so taking this sense of presence over to your daily life and appreciating the little things I think can be really important. If you've listened to a few of my previous episodes you'll know how important gratitude is It's so important on your mindset. It can reduce stress levels, improve your mental health and increase overall happiness. So living in a holiday vacation mindset has the benefits of those. I think another benefit is that this type of lifestyle, like I mentioned, is slower. So you're able to have a bit more time to prioritize self-care. You give, your, you give yourself permission to relax, indulge and take care of your well-being. Now, when I say indulge, 
maybe not the kind of indulging I did on the first five days of my trip, which was three course breakfast, buffet breakfast every day, cocktails by the pool every day, and then was feeling a lot unhealthier after those five days in. Um, Luckily, I was able to balance it out with a lot of activity in the second half of the trip. So um, when I'm talking about indulge here and prioritizing that, I mean, there has to be some balance. It doesn't have to be food related. It could be indulging in a long bath, practicing some mindfulness, or spending time on your favorite hobbies. So you would know that self-care is a real vital component of living like you are on holiday. So how can we do this, you may be asking. I think it's really important to create a daily routine. It's so easy for us to have all these good intentions about how we want to start the year, how we want to feel, how we want to live. And then we get lost in the chaos of our previous routines, our old habits, and we forget all about it. So creating and I guess designing a a daily routine that suits you will enable you to live like or feel like you're on holiday a little bit. I mean, we need to be realistic here. So firstly, you'll need to think about what is it that brings you joy or the most joy and relaxation when you're away? Because this will be different for everyone. It could be if you're someone that enjoys waking up early to watch the sunrise. Could be that you enjoy taking long walks on the beach. Is it going out and trying new different restaurants or going out for breakfast? This will all be unique to you. So what do you do when you're on holiday, you're on vacation? What do you like to do? What makes you happy? And what are you missing in your current day-to-day life? It's so easy to get carried away in the day that you forget to include these things that you enjoy. So my first tip would be for starting your morning in a way that will bring you that, that holiday feel, that spark of happiness that will then carry you through to the rest of the day. So starting your day with activities that make you happy. And if you're somebody who isn't necessarily a morning person, then you don't have to do these things every day during the week. But perhaps you want to include those um, on a Saturday morning or a Sunday morning when you're not working and bring them in that way. In a minute, I'll share with you some things that I would like to take away. And maybe that will give you some ideas as well. Everyone's different, but I think to some extent, holidays for everyone do incorporate a form of self-care and relaxation. And so that's why I think it's important to, in order to feel a little bit more, bring yourself into that pace to bring in some of those aspects into your day-to-day life. And that way, you're going to be feeling less like you need a holiday. By the time it gets to your next holiday, you won't have completely burnt yourself out. It's really crucial to prioritize self-care. 
I say in your daily life, I mean in your day-to-day life, you might not do it every single day, but you do have to carve time out for activities and time that will nourish your mind, body, and soul. And so one way to incorporate self-care into your daily routine is to create a designated self-care space in your home. And this could be a cozy corner if you have space and it might have your favorite books, candles, blankets, I mean, even a small garden. It depends who you are, where you are, but just a space that's your sanctuary where you can go to relax and unwind and do some of your favorite things that would make you feel like you're away from the world and rest and rejuvenate. The other thing you can do is schedule in your activities that you enjoy, your hobbies, and don't just leave them to chance and hope that you'll one day remember to go and do that thing that you love because it doesn't always happen. We get distracted, we get carried away, and sometimes we end up scrolling on social. I know we all do it. So scheduling is super important because you won't regret it once you've been and done that fun thing. Living like you're on holiday means finding joy in the little things. And I think sometimes we take for granted how lucky we are and what we have. And when we go on holiday, I think being exposed to um, new environments, new people we can appreciate that at the time hopefully but perhaps we don't appreciate it or recognize those things as often enough when we're living day to day um, in our environment that we've been living in for however long and like I say we just take things for granted so you can find joy in the little things and the beauty that surrounds you And I think it's important to take the time to notice the small details of everyday life, whether it is savouring the taste of your favourite morning coffee or spending time to laugh with your loved ones, cultivating that attitude of gratitude and mindfulness. Your mindset should shift to recognise those things and be more positive and feel more uplifted and feel like you're in that glowy holiday mindset. You can explore new activities and experiences in your own city. This is a big one. Um, As well as taking things for granted um, in the environment we live in and, and not having gratitude, I think sometimes we don't acknowledge what's actually in our own city or towns where we live and what it has to offer. There's often the situation where you chat to a tourist in your town and they tell you where they've been. Often I think we haven't even been to those places. I mean, I'm speaking for myself, coming from the UK. I speak to a lot of Australians that have gone over to the UK and they've been to see most of the UK, more than I have. I feel like I have barely visited the UK um, or, or different parts of it. So I think making the most of where we live and seeing what it has to offer 
taking the time to explore the surroundings, seek out those new experiences and reignite your sense of adventure. Don't just save that for when you're on holiday. There's so much you can do right on your own doorstep usually. These could be things like art galleries, your local attractions and events, museums, trying new restaurants, for sure that's on my list, and even attending um, community events and fates and fairs. There's just so, so much that you can discover and so many new people you can meet along the way. I think it's really exciting how you can uncover so many hidden treasures and create those memorable experiences more frequently than when you go abroad or go on a trip and that will make you feel like you're on holiday. Now have you ever noticed how pleasant people are on holiday? People are always in a good mood when they're away. They're always bright and smiley, relaxed. They don't have the stress of the world on their shoulders usually. And so the people we surround ourselves with on a daily basis will have a significant impact on our mindsets and overall happiness. So my thought and feeling is, if you want to live like you're on holiday every day, then it's essential to surround yourself with positive people and like-minded individuals. So you'll want to share your space with people who are joyful and adventurous and open-minded and explorative. So you might want to seek out communities, clubs and social groups that also align with your interests and values. Because obviously when you go on holiday, if you're on a skiing trip, then you're obviously surrounded by a lot of people that enjoy skiing. If you're on the beach on holiday, you're obviously surrounded by a lot of people that enjoy the beach. So what I'm trying to say is, if you enjoy hiking, join a hiking club. If you enjoy reading, maybe you want to join a book club. If you enjoy yoga, a yoga class. You can join so many groups, clubs, classes that will provide you with a sense of connection and you know how great it is when you go on holiday and you meet people and you feel like you're going to be friends for life. Happens sometimes, doesn't happen all the time, but here you have that feeling on your own doorstep and you're more likely to keep in touch if if you're meeting new people and they're right there in front of you. I mean as a general rule overall you want to be sharing your life with people that are inspiring you to live your best life. I don't want to point out the obvious here but obviously You can't necessarily feel like you are living on holiday every single day. Um, Just because you incorporate some of these things into your life doesn't mean that your day-to-day will always be smooth sailing, um, rainbows and flowers. You know, challenges and obstacles are a natural part of life and It's really about how we approach and overcome them that determines our ability to maintain a holiday mindset and a positive mindset. The more negative we're feeling when we reach a challenge or an obstacle on the road, 
the lower we're going to feel. If we're in a happy, carefree, go with the flow mindset and we hit a road bump, we're more likely to be like, meh, that wasn't great, but there's so much else going on at the moment for me that I'm able just to let that go and, and move on. All of the tips I've just mentioned, prioritizing self-care, self-compassion, giving yourself permission and time to rest and recharge and take a break, practicing gratitude on all the positive things that we have and maintaining a positive mindset. These are all necessary for us to live a happy, content, fulfilling life. And remember, even during these difficult times, you have the power to choose how you respond and approach each situation, even if you can't fix it. So there you are. There are some tips more general of how you can make your everyday life feel more like a vacation. But now I want to dive in a little bit deeper into specifics and give you some examples and ideas of what I've taken away from my recent trip. Now, I hadn't been away for over a year and a half. And the last time I did, I had a whole big itinerary planned because I was moving every couple of days, either to a different country or a different place. And I was staying in multiple different hotels in Europe. And there was a lot to see and do because that's, that's what I wanted to do. I was traveling alone. So it was all up to me. Now, conversely, this year, I traveled to Bali, where I've already been before. I traveled there a good eight years ago and was there for a good few weeks. So I got to see quite a lot. But this time I was going along on a holiday to meet my partner's family for the first time and spend Christmas with them. So very different to my previous holidays. Um, I'm usually all over everything. I'm the one booking, planning, researching, wanting to make sure I see and do everything. But this time I feel like I've seen quite a lot already. I was really happy just to go with the flow. And so what I learned from this, this part of the trip is how nice and relaxing it can be to let others take the lead in terms of planning and um, deciding what we're going to be doing and just take a back seat. Now, there were quite a few of us. I think there was eight of us. So I was very happy to just go along with it at what everyone else wanted to do, wherever everyone else wanted to go for dinner. And I found a lot of pleasure in that actually. And that's something um, I like to be in the detail normally. And you might be the same as well, especially if you have um, a job where you have to be in the detail or you do a lot of organizing and you like everything to be planned perfectly. This is something you might want to take away as well if you can and see if you enjoy it. You might perhaps already do that as well if you have one of those roles because you are on holiday and you want to relax. But this is something I couldn't ever see myself doing in the past but I was very very happy and I really enjoyed it. 
I think as well, I was able to enjoy the trip more because I didn't have any preconceived ideas about where I wanted to go, um, any restaurants I wanted to go for dinner. I hadn't done any research about that. I hadn't looked at what activities there were to do or what I wanted to do. I was happy just to be a bit more spontaneous for a change and let go of my natural planner persona as such. But that was only one half of the trip. The other half of the trip, I flew in from Bali and I met a couple of friends over in Perth and we drove and explored some parts of Western Australia. But again, apart from booking accommodation and doing a little bit of light planning beforehand, I really didn't get lost in the detail this time round and I just really enjoyed going with the flow. Usually, I would be on Google, even during the trip, you know, looking at the top places to eat. Um, But actually, I don't know if we were just lucky, but we found some really, really great restaurants. And I know a couple of my friends looked at where to go a few times, but really we were very chill about where we ate and because we're all foodies. And we ended up still having really good food. I think I managed to relax a bit more because we weren't stressing about, oh, how do we find this place on the map and how do we get to it? Oh, we've taken the wrong turn. We were just like, let's pull up here. That place is busy. That looks good. We like that menu. Let's just go in there. And I feel like it was way more chilled than what I'm used to. So that's something I noticed instantly, probably during the trip. And that's something I would like to take away into my everyday life, which I feel like I'm getting better at and just being really chill, relaxed and just going with the flow. One thing I did in my Bali trip, which I thoroughly enjoyed, which was the batik painting class. This is the one thing that I did um, a little bit look of what there was to do in the area whilst away and it was just one thing I said I'd quite like to do but doesn't matter if we don't do it. Anyway it ended up being a four hour class. It was outside in the heat but I found it so calming and therapeutic and everyone else who came to the class as well agreed. They said they were so glad that they they did the painting class because it's such a mindful activity. Everyone was really kind of quiet, focused, and you had to be mindful because the um, the color that you're painting with isn't necessarily the color that it will come out when it dries. So you're trying to focus one on what you think it's going to look like and painting the areas to make sure they're what you thought they were. And I love this workshop. And so what I've taken away from this, because painting is something I've thought about for a while, it's something I'd like to do back here at home, whether it's just one of those kind of sip and paint sessions. Um, I don't really have much of a clue when it comes to painting, I'll be honest. I think that's where a lot of people get stuck. They feel a bit silly. They feel like they have to already be naturally good at art or, you know, have that flair already before going to a class. And I don't have that, but I 
did enjoy it and it's something I would like to do a bit more. If you've ever tried the mindful colouring in books, that's something else that gives you the same relaxing, mindful feeling. So that could be something you might want to try. Maybe it's painting, maybe it's something else that you did on holiday, an activity, and it's something you haven't thought to try back home. But that's my one and take from it what you will. Next up, this comes from the second part of my trip where I was with the girls. And to be honest, wherever we go, we, we always want to see and do a lot. And so whereas my first part of the holiday in Bali was more revolving around indulgence and delicious foods and cocktails and relaxing by the pool, by the time I got to Perth, I was dying for a little bit more movement. So with the girls, we, don't get me wrong, we definitely still enjoyed our food, but we did more active things like paddleboarding, a hike, cycling. And when I checked my um, steps every day, we're around 12 to 14 steps, oh, sorry, 12 to 14,000 steps per day, I mean. So it was much more than what I would do at home, especially working from home, sitting down all day, and it made me realize that I would like to continue being a little bit more active during the week whilst I'm at home too, not just doing these types of things whilst on holiday. I've done a bit of paddleboarding here in Victoria a couple of times too, so that's not necessarily something that was on my list, but what came to mind was more the cycling whilst I'm back home. So we cycled around Rottnest Island, which was brilliant. Very hilly, mine's I think more hilly than it will be here in Melbourne, so that's fine. Um, but yeah, my friend and I have said that we would like both like to cycle a bit more and hopefully we'll hold each other more accountable than us just deciding that on our own. I've also decided that some other steps I can take to be a bit more active is make sure that I schedule in um, squash each week with my partner. Already did that today, tick. And um, I'm still learning, but I'm getting better. So it's good, it's fun, and I get to run around. And going a bit harder with my aerial yoga sessions. So I was going to a more relaxing session once a week um, previously. And this holiday has given me the motivation to make an effort. Now we're, um, it's a bit lighter in the evenings to go back to the harder classes in the evenings and go twice a week. And it, I mean, previously it was cold and dark and I just started going in the morning because it, I was less likely to go. But anyway, this is how I'm bringing a bit more activity into my life, not just being super active when I'm away. And the same can go for you as well. What do you do and enjoy on holiday, but you don't do here at home? How can you bring that into your everyday life? Hikes were another thing on my list as well, just to give you another burst of inspiration if that's something you enjoy. I've recently found a list of dog-friendly hikes, by the way, if you're here in Victoria. If you're interested, 
just send me a DM on Instagram and I'll happily send you over those lists because that is an even better incentive to be able to go on hikes if you can take the dogs if you have them and not leave them at home. Okay, what's next? What's next? Okay, after eating out for so much whilst being away and enjoying the amazing food, I would like to do this a little more often back at home as well. To me, when I'm on holiday, it is massive to go out and enjoy amazing food, try different restaurants and I'm going to do that here, try new places nearby. In fact, I already have one on my list for this week and it doesn't have to be fancy, it can be super casual. As I mentioned earlier in the podcast, just making the most of what's on your doorstep and exploring what's nearby just gives you that holiday feel when you're trying somewhere new. If you're going to the same places all the time, you're going to slide back into your routine and of course you're not going to feel like you're on holiday because you're just doing what you do every day. It's good to spice it up a bit, I think. So you might want to have a look out for the weekday deals in your in your local area, your steak nights, your parma nights, maybe even trivia night too. A little bit of fun in there as well, not just not just the food. Why not? And it's a great way to catch up with people and be a bit social. It's a great way to break up the week. So many things that gets you out of your rut and yeah, brings a little bit of magic in. Okay, specific to my holiday again, something uh, else I'd like to bring into my day-to-day life is a little bit of extra spa time. Of course, in Bali, I got two beautiful body massages and to be honest, I could quite easily have got more. They're just so much cheaper there than they are in Australia. And I was lucky enough to have one of those relaxing petal baths and experience that whole luxury spa vibe. And I want to be prioritizing that at home. And I haven't. So just to give you a little bit of an insight, the people that know me well have got me um, like day spa vouchers or massage vouchers in the past and I know I have at least I think four or five vouchers for either um, day spa visits for the facilities or a massage here and there and I've had them since September and I still haven't used them because you know things have been busy life's got in the way as it does So what I want to do is to make a bit more time and actually my plan is to book in um, one each month until I run out obviously but I won't always have these vouchers and I don't want to give up on having that spa rejuvenated refreshed vibe when those vouchers are gone. So I want to be able to bring that that in by doing um, some self-care at home that will make me feel like that because sometimes as well it might be easier than booking something they can be expensive 
spas, massages, using the facilities, they're all very expensive and they're not for everyone. Not everyone likes to visit a spa. Not everyone likes massages. So what greater way than to do it at home? Some suggestions I have could be a little bit of foam rolling, which is great to get into the deep tissue of the muscles. Just taking a long bath at home, lighting a candle, putting on some relaxing music, maybe reading a book, maybe having a glass of bubbles, that kind of vibe. It might even be just dry brushing, dry brushing your whole body before you shower or exfoliating away with a scrub in the shower, doing a little hair mask or a homemade facial or face mask. There are so many different things you can do and you don't have to spend lots of money to do it. And you can still get the same barley spa vibe. So personally, when I'm wanting to experience that kind of treats, relaxation, feel good vibes at home, I like to do a lavender magnesium salt bath first and then do a body scrub before getting out, finishing with um, one of those shop-bought face masks. And I've even got those cool cucumber eider puffers and you just pop them in the fridge beforehand, I don't know, for like an hour or so. And then just slathering your body in a rich body moisturizer or a body butter that just feels amazing to me. The only thing that can top that is then jumping into a bed of fresh sheets after. Unreal, highly recommend it. And it wouldn't even cost a fraction of what some of the massages cost here in Melbourne. So look, there are four things there that I'm taking away from barley cocktails by the pool vibe and then my exploring WA activity trip. The only thing left, which is my number five, which I'm pretty pleased about, is ice matcha. Yes, I think I've been living under a rock, seriously, but I never really thought about having my matcha cold, only having like matcha tea. And since I've been away, I've had quite a few ice matcha coconut lattes, and I am in love. I actually quit regular coffees as well a few years ago. I think it would be about, could be two or three, maybe two years ago now. And I couldn't resist having a few iced lattes when I was um, away, probably three or four. Usually when I didn't sleep that well or I had to be up early. And um, it's just something that really reminds me of summer. That's kind of why I was like, yeah, sure. I'll just have one here and there so I don't get back on the whole coffee wagon. And if you listen to episode seven, I think it is on mood foods, just of this podcast, you will know the benefits that coffee um, can have on your mood, how it can boost it. And so I've decided that going forward, I'm going to incorporate an iced latte into not my every day, but maybe, you know, once at the weekends and I'm going to go decaf. 
so that I don't end up going into, um, you know, I got migraines from having coffees all the time. If I then not have a coffee for a day or two, I'd have migraines. So I don't want to go back to that. So I'm going to do it with decaf. And, you know, there's still so many benefits that decaffeinated coffee has to offer, has many of the same um, antioxidant goodness and benefits of regular coffee. So this 100% gives me vacay feels as well as my ice matcher and so these things I'm definitely going to bring into my week to week and I'm going to savor them and that's definitely going to boost my mood as coffee does anyway. Um, But yeah something to think about if there's anything else that will get you in your summer holiday mood. And I just want to point out as well that although it is summer here in Melbourne and I've been on a summer holiday, if you're more of a winter skiing, snowboarding, alpine, cabin away holiday person, you can do exactly the same just with that winter twist. So if you're hot chocolate with cream marshmallows person, you know, every like once a week or whatever then do that you know whatever whatever makes you happy whatever's gonna make you feel more chilled out more relaxed and just more content with your everyday life so you're not on a sprint to your next break and your next vacation so this has been quite a long one sorry not sorry hope you got a lot out of it And um, yeah, I think that's everything. But please leave me a comment or send me a DM if you'd like to share some of your own ideas for bringing in the holiday spirit home because I would love to share them on um, my Instagram as well just to give everyone some ideas so we can all be living with that holiday glow all year round. Just a reminder as well, if you'd like to take a moment to follow Stress Less Obsessed on the platform you're listening on, and that way you won't miss any future episodes that are released. And I would love it if you can give a rating and review if you're enjoying the show too. Great, so I think that's everything. Don't forget to breathe and stress less. Don't forget to follow me on Instagram, stresslessobsessed. And thanks for listening. Until next time, breathe and stress less.